You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Man, you know what it is when I get up in the morning, I'm like, damn, I got to do a show. I fucking come in, but it's always great when we do a show and I have a guest that I'm fucking pumped. Right, Ty? Oh, yeah. It's the best feeling in the world. Absolutely. Especially when it has to do some, you know, everything has to do with the herb, the cannabis. Of course. That wonderful plant that they put in the ground that we love so much. And, you know, there's so many aspects. You got bud. You got flower. You got, you know, different strains, genetics. You got concentrates. You got hash. You got edibles. You got so many, so many different things to do, right? But amongst all those things, you have the proverbial enjoyer of bud, right? Uh, The smoker, the person that enjoys to smoke. But then that smoker, you know, goes through phases. You got the joint smoker. Let's let's yep. break them down, right? You got, got the joint, the, we got joint the, guy. We got the bowl smoker. Yep. Right. Mr. Bong. Mr. Bong. <laughs> we got the we got the vape pen type yeah, of person, yep. right? Absolutely. We got the dabber. Oh yeah. The that dabber. just straight dab with glass and torches and fires and mm-hmm. sometimes might like burn their house down yeah. in that in that situation. Yep, some right? dangers possible. <laughs> Lots absolutely. of dangers that we have seen, <laughs> right? And. Uh, and then, you know, you start getting into people that became more health conscious, right? Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, they had these cheesy wooden boxes that you would vaporize from that you would, like, stick your flour in or get oh, wow. really hot with a little fucking tube, and it was, like, this old-school <laughs> rigged pig. Oh, my God. And you weren't too sure, is that healthy for me or not? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and the, it was a, a dawn of the beginning of what was called a vaporizer, right? Sure dawn of the vaporizer and that was the just beginning part where people started saying okay i don't want to hit flame to the bud because that becomes carcinogenous right it's it's not the molecule that is actually fucking up your lungs it's not the cannabis molecule it's the leaf that it's on yeah and you're smoking that right so vaporizing or Extraction of hash, you know, getting the crystals off of it, making it into an oil. Yeah. That was something that wasn't really around. I mean, in my generation, it was like, oh, you heard of a little bit of hash oil, but nothing to the scale of what you see in America today. Sure. After things changed. And, you know, you have the revolution of the E-Pen, which, you know, we'll talk to uh, our guest today has... You know, is with a company that's you know very famous for that caliber and that setting a, a tone in that market. You know, and then crossed over. So we got Rick from iSpire. How you doing, my buddy? How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Andy. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, for sure. So before I get into the brass tacks, what I like, I, I always like to do is born and raised Cali. Where are you from? Uh, Redondo Beach, California. Nice. So growing up in Cali, yeah. Cali life. So you're very familiar with just being in a cannabis-friendly atmosphere your whole life, or what? Did you were you into the herb? Not into the herb? When did the herb cross into you? What happened? Tell me. How eh. old were you when you smoked the first time? For me, it was probably 13, 14. Okay, 13, so, 14. Dope. Yeah, Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. So Hell yes. I, I I had some friends that uh, were a little were a couple years older than me that that they they were into it. So. Okay. Got okay. Into it too. Okay. Nice. And do you remember first strain? You just back then it was like we're, we're probably similar <laughs> in age. 
It was just like, it wasn't even called chronic yet, right? I don't even know if there was just good bud or, I don't even know if we really knew, right? But in Cali, you were luckier than me because I, I grew up in New York, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it, it, it still wasn't always easy to get here. I mean, I think from, sure. from, from the early days, it was just, it, it was just weed. It was just weed that you got. And when it when it happened upon you, you usually jumped at the opportunity to get it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And were you a joint smoker? Uh, I was always more of a pipe guy. Okay, pipe. Mm. I enjoyed pipe. I was always yeah. been a glass pipe guy. Sure. Because I remember being young and hitting the dead, and always going out into where actually first glass pipes were ever distributed and made. Wow. Yeah. At least in the U.S., you ever had you ever hit any dead concerts ever in your life, or no? Or never actually no. been to a dead. Concert. Okay, interesting. Uh, what favorite band though, or concert you have gone to? Uh, favorite concert was ever was Bruce Springsteen. Oh man, the boss. The boss, man. He puts on a show. Oh man, no one performs show. like the boss. Do you know that he? Uh, I believe recently sold his catalog to Sony for like a hundred and forty million, or like uh, an ungodly wow. amount of money. Yeah. Beast, Google it up for a second. I'll do your thing. I can do that. Which is which is what I'm curious. So enjoyed Bud your, most of your life then, right? So yeah. but didn't get into the cannabis business until recently or or had you been? No, I hadn't been. Uh just the opportunity never came around. So what would you do before this? So I've always been a marketer. So I've okay. been, a, been a career marketer. Uh worked probably 15 years or so on the agency side. So okay, okay. Worked with a lot of different brands, and cannabis really never kind of came across that, right? So yeah. let's let's talk about that, right? You, you, you're working with traditional brands, companies, probably normal procedures of how they market and have a meeting <laughs> and, and politics and ratios and probably a lot of things that, when you're at that level and to be at that level and to charge at that level, you need to think and extrapolate, let's say like that, right? Yeah, you have to do do some of that, but I, I think maybe I'll, I'll clarify a bit on my background. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while I have been a career marketer, started out in marketing in more traditional spaces um, and then really kind of as the, the dot-com era started to take off. Sure. Um, that's really where I've spent most of my, uh, most of my marketing career in that. So uh, I so, was around that time. So coming into cannabis, I, I have to say in a lot of ways, um, there's a lot of similarities to the early days of, to the early days of that because you the the traditional traditional media or traditional marketing didn't really exist for digital it was all things that you were figuring out as you you went along yeah for know, sure at, for half sure. the time in the early days of google i don't even think they knew what they they knew what exactly <laughs> was going to work so right you know so it it was the it was the marketers out there that were willing to push the push the envelope, envelope yeah sure they were the ones that figured stuff out and even even from the early days of digital i mean the digital guys really just the the big brand guys spent all the money on TV and oh, other absolutely, places. Absolutely, absolutely. And the absolutely. digital guys went and said, "Oh, they've created all the demand, but they're not on digital. Yeah. So we're just going to follow all them, and we're going to take all their customers." Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. And, and it was the wild west of you know, oh yeah, just like cannabis, where there there's lots of lots of small companies trying to figure out a new space, um, doing. You know, doing whatever they could. Look so at how so it's much. Entrepreneurial look, at, and look at how much. I mean, I'm going to give you a per example. I think it was two years ago. 
mostexpensive.com bought in America, $500,000 CBDoil.com. Yeah. Crazy. That is. Right? Would you ever think? (laughs) Someone would pay 500 grand for that. It's like crazy. It just shows you how powerful digital marketing is. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. And throughout the years, smoking weed, oil smoker or no? Now I am. Now you are. Mainly because of the company or just thought health-wise or what was the what the main reason you oh, feel? Health-wise was the main thing because I, okay. I was always a flower, you know, flower pipe guy. Oh, yeah. Bong once in a while. Uh, yeah. But just like you were talking about the carcinogens, like, as, yeah. I, as I got older, I, I worried more about that. And so vaping was a nice way to to really still experience all of the same things, but sure. in, in, a, in a healthier, hopefully easier easier method on your body. Yeah, and um, let's just uh, let's start talking a little bit about um, what made you choose to work for iSpire. Uh, you know, the big thing to me with, with iSpire that, that really inspired me from the beginning uh-huh. was was the idea that that for a cannabis you know for a cannabis user the the technology to, the technology really like the cannabis user in reality gets the inferior product sure so like you I, mean that they don't care or, or or don't know or what do you think the mindset is behind it uh, I mean I think you know it just it, it, it probably has a lot to do that because it ha- because it's not really because it's not a federally legal product sure okay um, okay and because of that people do it more they, they do it more in the shadows in, in the way. shadows sure yeah um, reefer so, madness in a weird sense yeah so they do it more that way Closet. so so the on the technology side so when it comes to when it comes to vaporizing and technology and things like that the e-cig side which could be more out in the front out in the front and didn't have the barrier doesn't have the barriers per se that cannabis does sure they poured more money into the technology there okay and in a way it kind of gave the cannabis user the 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 second tier of product okay so let's let's actually Mm. let's go let's rewind prior prior to vape gate crashed a lot of motherfuckers but yes it did um, iSpire is Aspire. Yeah. And let's talk about that parent, essentially, company, because yeah. they have a great dominance. And I think that actually is important for people to know that that kind of a background and stature yeah. is coming into this market. So, yeah. So, uh, explain uh, who they are and what they've done. So, Aspire is the. Third largest man, third largest e-cig manufacturer in the world. So global, wow. large global company, um, you know, and really they've always really focused on quality and innovation. So were they the correct me if I'm wrong, creator of the ceramic? No, or one of or one of the first. Well, so Tony Liu, what he invented was the bottom-fed coil. So okay, when you were talking about vaporizing earlier, so he's the one that really came up with the idea of the the coil sitting at the bottom and oil coming sure, down, sure. feeding the bottom, sure. coming up through a chimney in the middle. Okay. And so that was a big innovation in 2013, 14, something like that. Okay. And that's really what, 
probably 95% of all devices, all vaporizing devices do to use today. So the Spire technology effectively is sure. in just about every device. Um, and they technically have to pay uh, royalty or this if, they, or if they're using the technology in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, and how many years have they put out these products? 12 years. Yeah. So for 12 years, and we're talking about worldwide we're not just like us and china and this like they literally have e cigarettes yeah. or what do you call them or vaporizers what would you label it as uh, far as under aspire yeah e6 e6 so sold in 80 countries so yeah very much 80 a, countries. a global brand 80 countries innovator innovator of all the technology i mean tony lu the founder is really you know the godfather of of you know one of the godfathers of vaping now so, uh can you say if he's a cannabis user or not, or if he likes it? I don't know. He'd be like, oh, no, no, don't say it. Don't I'll, I'll, say it. I'll, I'll take the fifth on that one. <laughs> All right, no worries. But he's 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 cannabis forward thinking though. Yeah. Because iSpire was created. Yeah, I mean, what what he what he really saw coming over here was it, he looked around, looked at what people were using to. You know, whether it was the, the vaporizing technology, which he saw was, hey, this was my technology in 2015, and that's what they're putting out to the consumer today. Sure. I can do a hell of a lot better than what I could do seven years ago. I sure. I could do now. Sure. And then he looked at, on the dabbing side, that, you know, hey, here's people with a torch. You know, how, how archaic can you get? You got yeah, a torch. Yeah, and this is the thing. Let, 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 let's, be, let's be honest. The biggest downfall of the oil explosion was the fact, even though it's healthier, I mean, let's get honest, like the reason why people are torching up the glass to do it, again, so it's not directly burning and creating carcinogen, you know, having butane or anything touching it except for a hot device to get it to the temperature it needs to be smoked so it decarboxylates and you can essentially enjoy it and have the effect of delta nine you know so it's 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 pretty interesting and uh you guys came out with these products that are significantly different than what would be an e-pen because you would almost think like okay companies crossing over right beast most yeah. of these guys right right are getting oil pens and this and just buying stuff from china being unique like yep. the same and since they're the biggest <laughs> yeah they could have just pumped out that but they didn't they chose not to do that. They they chose to create these devices that are really super uh, dope. Yeah, and I'm gonna let Ty oh, take yeah. take the reins yeah, right yeah. now and let's talk about each For one sure. of the devices that we've had uh, the blessings to. Uh, have been donated some by iSpire. Thank you again for uh, for all the donations and the people that we've gotten to uh, give them to and enjoy them and smoke on them during our Haze Cup events. We've had them. How many now? Two? Is it two or three? Two. two. Yeah, 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 we had two of them. So everyone loved them. Response was great, especially like at a dab bar. They work really good. And the first time we had our own people do it, the second time we had our own people do it. And iSpire <laughs> had their own dabbing thing. So yep. we had like technically three dabbing bars at our last event, but they were all, be, we were using the wand. All we were using was all your stuff. Yeah, which which was great. I think like they have a very strong handle, and uh, I love it. So let's uh, 
Ty, why don't you break down both of them and your experience sure. and things like that? For sure, absolutely. So I'll start with the wand, which is super dope. Um, I can see why you guys call it the wand because, like, it fits in your hand perfectly. And it works exactly like the dab, which I've explained, like, on the last 10 times I've, I've had shows because we've been obsessed with these. Um, this one is super dope, I think. You just put it on. Um, everybody can see it over here. But, like, you just put the oil in it, you double-click it, and, again, it's super smooth. And nothing's hot because, like, I dab with a torch a lot, and everything's hot. And with this, you can just grab it and whatever, and it's even labeled to, so, like, don't touch right here, but even that's not going like, to And this also finger. gets to my point. The torch thing made it look like you are smoking crack, so yeah. it made it like <laughs> yeah, a negative it, thing. Right. So exactly. when vaporizers came out and this technology, and you didn't have to take some torch crazy out, or even with the wand hooking it up to the bong, and what we were told is using transdermal heat, right, or transdermal, or well, what's the name? I don't want to fuck it up. You guys know, like what? Induction heat. Indu oh, induction, 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 yeah. induction, yeah. induction. So it like no. So if you use the wand, you can even put your, even though it's going to heat up to four hundred fifty to how much was it? Eight, it's like seven, eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred. If you took it off the off the piece and you put your finger through it, which we're not suggesting to go all do this anyway to do it, because I don't want you to like tell me all of a sudden you got burnt, but <laughs> it doesn't happen. It somehow transfers, and I'm gonna let Rick really explain it because I don't wanna botch it up. I got the man here to <laughs> fucking tell us, <laughs> but I hope we're explaining it right. Let me. <laughs> why don't you give a little lowdown to the to the universe about the wand? So what what we have here is inside there is actually a magnet that runs this way kind of in a in a, in a U shape. Okay. It runs around the circle right here. Okay. And then in there there's a cup and inside that that glass cup there's a strip of metal inside okay. That, okay. that has glass inside and outside so when you're when you're vaporizing product within there, it's never touching metal. Metal, it's always only touching glass. So that's why it's you know. So you're getting extra flavor. It's a much sure. more oh okay. Pure so hit. That's, oh sure. And that's then part of it. The magnet basically engages with the metal inside the cup, and oh. then that's what creates the heat. And oh. so once the cup is removed. There is no real heat in here. It'll be a li might be yeah, a little yeah, warm, warm, but not. But like, that would yeah. only be the warmth transferred from the cup into exactly. there. Exactly. For a very right. short period exactly, of time. Right? Exactly. Because if you took it off and even just held it for ten seconds, well, or less, it probably it would just also not be warm at all, even probably anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking dope. So, so what it, cool. what it is is so now you could anyone could take their fourteen mil bongs. Uh, and they can convert it now with the wand to any temperature they want. You don't have to hit a torch on it. You don't have to, like, have it where it looks weird. And it just lays on it like you see we have in the cameras here today. Right. Uh, and it rests really nice on it. And then we also, um, you guys have a, a almost like a stand for it, which is super dope. Yeah, so we do um, have we do have a tripod that a tripod, comes with it. Yep. We have a new version of this that will be coming out into May. Uh, that's a vertical version of this, so it still has the 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 cup right here, but uh -huh. it sits this way and actually comes down. Oh, that's wow. cool. So that one you can just put on a rig and you won't wow. have any of this. That's great. Yeah. What a great idea! <laughs> so it was the one thing that's a little like because sometimes it will. What I suggest to people is, because they love it so much and they keep it on all the time, 
You do have to take it off because it can tip if you don't have the <laughs> tripod, and then you get right, pissed. That you, is broke true. Your, you broke your piece. But the advantage of chill, dun, 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 chill pieces, they're made with steel and very hard, almost impossible to break. <laughs> so you, all you got to do is replace the glass piece uh, that the wand converts it to. And um, if somebody wanted and was fell into that situation, um, is it in a lot of local smoke shops yet or is it just best way through web or if someone wanted to get replacement parts let's say to their iSpire pieces what is the best method well i mean i think it, it we we continue to be in more and more shops um, okay. but you know if for anyone anywhere you can shop it get iSpire.com okay um, in there there you'll be able to get all the products okay. all the replacement parts okay um you know, relatively quick shipping. So, okay. So it's a it's a good way to go, but you know, hey, it's always good to to support your local smoke oh, shop. I'm not and, saying no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but you guys don't do anything where, like, on the site you list all the shops that you have everything in, right? That'd be a little bit hectic, wouldn't it be, or no? Uh, we actually we're trying to. But, <laughs> really? You know, that's dumb. Wow, that's yeah, that's well. fucking cool. I mean, we're trying to, but right, yeah, you know, distributors don't always want to share their list of where they sell. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> so. sure. That's really funny. And talk about, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your methodology with iSpire, marketing the company and getting people to be aware of it. You, you feel that um, in your experience and with the cannabis market, um, that you you feel you're, you do a great relationship with business to business, but you're very passionate about the people, right? And yeah. them learning about the product and created a street team and why don't you tell us a little bit about that okay well we you know i think a few things that we've always thought were really important uh to to us is you know i think from from the get-go with the company one of our goals was really to create better products for consumers that we felt consumers didn't have the best the best of the best and sure. so that was something that we wanted to be able to do was deliver great products that had great experiences and then we also felt it was really important to be part of the cannabis community as well. Sure, that, sure, you sure. You know, it is, as I said, a lot of times, you know, we kind of grew up. I mean, people like me and you and our age, oh, yeah. we, we had to grow up in the shadows, in oh. a sense, with, <laughs> yeah. with, with cannabis use. You had to slink into the bong shop. You couldn't yeah. even say bong or you get kicked out. <laughs> I think still to today you can still. It, right? it wasn't a bong; it was a water pipe. Yeah, you must say water pipe. Water pipe. Water pipe. Water it's for pipe. tobacco use only. Yes, you know, not for <laughs> anything else. Wink, wink. Um, oh my god. You know, so we, so we thought that was important, but really because bringing those two things together and thinking about, you know, how do we how do we show the community aspect because that's such sure. a large part of, you know, any cannabis consumer's journey is really it's the community and. You know, and that's everybody wants to be involved with the community with that. Absolutely. We and, want and to deliver great products yeah. with great experiences. Uh -huh. So bringing a team of people that can take that out to the community and the Absolutely. people, there's nothing like experiencing yeah. it. Yeah, of course. I mean, right. And then that, and, and I think that that honestly is important because you can only see so many like YouTube videos on people saying how dope it is and all these things without actually getting to try it. And by having the street team out there so people can get to try it, they feel more comfortable because it's not uh i think you guys i put i i would put you in a, in a high class vaporizer category like very Absolutely. high class 
And because of that, and you could tell me if, like, I don't know if you can just say what the retail or this or what is supposed, you know, you can say is uh, uh, for the these devices, but they're hundreds of dollars, right? So the yeah, the, the wand the wand is how much? The wand's one twenty nine, right? Which is very reasonable, very yeah, nice yeah, price. Wow, that's not bad at all. And the dab's two forty nine. Yeah, so. two fifty. Wow. Now, but but still, for the average person, it's just like buying a bong that's around that much. It is an expense. Yeah. So so. And once you buy it, though, if you like it, you're going to have it for years, which is great. I think the fact that if somebody is worried about that purchase by going to these street team events and getting to see them all over the place and like, yeah, oh, I get to yeah, try definitely. it and this and that. Once you see it and try it, you don't even think twice yeah, about no it. there's no question You don't even think point. twice. Yeah. Then it's like, you, no question, yeah. none. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, I'll buy that, 250 That's <laughs> so fucking smooth. dope. All oh, day. it's 150 I'd rather have that than to torture my house and fucking burn my house down. Like, right. that's way better, you know? But... My question to you is, and I'm just going to come at you from a glass perspective, and since the company is so big, I think they should consider it. Most bong users in America uh, that have a little bit bigger bongs and stuff like that do have 18 mil. So has there ever been a discussion <laughs> about giving the glass world a choice for both and creating a wand that could support an 18 mil? So... We can do that. Right now, we do. We we actually went the opposite way. So to attend the little really, but how many people have the? I, I, that was a, that was a, that was a move because of, I think them being from China. But you eh. know, not really. Well, it was really like and like the MJ arsenals and and people like that. Yeah, they, but they're they trying those to, little tiny rigs. Yeah, they're trying to save money. I think that's a great idea, but I think there's more bigger bong smokers. If so. you're gonna hit the bong people, then I think you'd have the people in the MJ arsenals because. That's so small, that can break. Yeah, you know the strength. Sure. The strength of an 18 mil is way different than a 10 going from a 14, trying to lay something that could be heavy on it. But that's just my theory. You're the master, and those guys in China must be as well. You know what I mean? But you know, I really think that. Uh, think about it. Okay. I mean, they're such a big company. I think that they would sell the shit out of 18 mils. One, like half of my pieces are 18s. Like yeah. more than half, they're usually 18s, and they are they're usually larger than not. You know, I, I will take that part yeah, of yeah. consumer uh, research yeah, 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 yeah. and, and yeah, pass no, it on. No, what you should do is go to sham shit. Like if you ever go into a smoke shop, don't you always see either 18, 14, or like you said, 10? Yeah. Thank God there isn't 50 of them. <laughs> I mean, you guys like you want to you're the biggest yeah. and want to dominate and be that way. So take every fucking category of thing because now that's a whole market share you don't get yeah i mean think about that right okay I, how many 18 mils there must be in the world bongs oh my god sjbd i don't even think he does 14 i think his are 18 literally like yeah. all of his pieces yeah for sure 18 mil you know um but i'll add, I mean, we could ask him but sure okay you know because those are sturdier and thicker pieces because they're not they're not as thin they don't get clogged as much the bowls are bigger as they slide into the piece Overall, I think you you definitely should would consider like that's a huge market that you could tap into when if you want to do okay. you know what I mean definitely definitely so we love it man we love all this stuff um, um, Ty you got any questions honestly no I, well <laughs> yeah actually why why the hell does it go all the way up to eight hundred degrees is that something that people actually dab at. They do. Oh, wow. It's crazy. I'm going to do it right now. Let's try it. Let's yeah. test the theory. I'm going to see. 
Let's see. I, Let's might die. I think it's worth it, though. <laughs> oh, man. And shout out to, uh, what do we got? Uh, shout out to Treebird for Tree the, Bird. Uh, the, bubbles, the Bubba cereal. Yeah, which I believe did won a uh, Hayes Cup. Yeah. Really good quality. And why don't you explain a little bit what you have to do to turn it on and actually use it for those who are uh, watching you do it at this point. Yeah, let's, let's talk about how it starts and turns so, on. So to turn it on, you click the uh, top button five times, and then there's a cool little I Spy graphic, and then uh, you click it twice to um, to have it start heating. It blinks, and then when it goes solid red and it'll beep, then you can hit it. And then there's two buttons. The top one has a plus, the bottom one has a minus, and you can just uh, you can click them to change the temperature in increments of five, or you can hold it and it goes faster. But I'm going to try a dab at 800 degrees right now because apparently that's a thing that people do. So I got to I gotta see what it's like. And it has kind of like a gun handle. Yeah, feel, it's right? so cool. It's very, it really is. It's just like, yeah, the best feeling in your hand, and honestly. Rick, what, what would you say that, that pattern is at the front part? Like a gray, like what would you call that? Um, Steel, what kind of almost look? Or was it... Was there a, in the carbon of, fiber? Carbon fiber, yeah. It's got that cool, like, like you see on motorcycles or like on a race thing or something, right? Fuck. <coughs> 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 What'd you think, Ty? Really smooth, but eight hundred degrees is a lot. <coughs> wow. So, so were you expecting that it wasn't going to be as smooth because it was going to be just heated up so wildly, or no? <coughs> He's shaking his head, yes. Yeah, while he's I, thought I, was gonna, I thought I was gonna burn my throat, and it did. So that's, but like, it was really smooth because I just imagined that, like, what that's that's if I heated up a banger and the banger was like red hot, like a red hot nail. So yeah, I that would, yeah, I can't imagine it being that smooth. So that was that was fire. Why, okay, props to whoever decided to go up to 800. I guess that was not a bad idea. And, and I'm like oh. super fucking high too. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like more high than normal, but Do that you was you really you felt a big difference. Oh like yeah, that? really. Oh yeah, wow, really? really, yeah, big time. Wow, crazy. But I also coughed more than normal, so like I don't know if that's a thing. No, but well, that, no. I mean, if you did, because it was stronger. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, oh, for sure. Then yeah. The more you cough, the higher you get. Okay, then yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. And that that makes sense for sure. Is that really part of it, or is that kind of like a a, a misnomer? You know, like a I don't, I don't know. Every every, <laughs> every every time I cough a lot when I hit, and I'm always like higher than oh, are you? Than yeah, I would sure. normal. Sure, that's funny. That's fucking wild. Um, you, you guys get to you guys travel all over the place. Let's talk about Spanibus. You guys got went uh, sent the team out, not just around America, but Spain. Wow. Yeah. So. So we yeah we sent a team out to Spain and so we we are we are going we are kind of bringing the message to the European market and I think you know like one of the things we really pride ourselves on doing is we really are trying to move cannabis forward and sure. bring the message sure. of cannabis to more people sure and make it make it a mainstream normal thing get, let's get it out of the shadows let's sure. get it into the mainstream and so Europe is where California was Five, ten years ago. Sure. And so yeah, of course. can I aspire to be there now? Of course. And help all these all these young businesses yeah. kind of foster in this market and you know, and really bring the magic message of cannabis to the people. Yeah, that's dope. people want it. Were were there are a lot of reactions from Europeans who haven't seen 
the dab or the wands? Did you get do you get any crazy feedback when everybody came back? They all really liked it. Okay. So, yeah. You know, so the feedback was all really good. People people love the dab. The dab is a great device. Sure. So, so that that works really well. Um, I like that it has a big bucket. It's much mm-hmm. larger than any other oh, yeah. by by a mile size-wise. For sure. Was there a reason why they thought we want to go big like that? I mean, because it, it's a significant uh, sizing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we look at, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, the, the dab is more of an at-home unit. Sure. So I think when I look at some of the competition, they've all gone really small for kind of this Absolutely. travel product. Yeah, because uh, this thing's a monster. It's like well worth it. It's like, fuck, you know, those who haven't seen it, go to getispire.com. And for it's at get aspire yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Super dope. And we have to definitely comment that these ladies of the street team are definitely beautiful girls. So definitely worth checking out the lovely, <laughs> sure, the lovely yeah. ladies that represent Ispire for sure. And giving great dabs at the uh, events and everybody having such a great time. It's so dope. We definitely enjoyed it. And uh, oh, yeah. we look forward to uh, using them at our next event, which is great. Of and course. then, um, yeah, maybe talk to Rich because maybe they can drop us one of those screen things. And when we do events, we could have your thing and his thing on there. Right. You know, like I'll talk to him too about it for sure. Yeah. You know, I think it's dope. That'd be sick. And, uh, and what's cool is they are built to last. Like they definitely, like you write me. So when you see it, oh, it's like, yeah, fuck, this thing are. is like, you're like yeah. shit. They're, they're great. And the thing that's super dope is they're like, they can come apart too. Like it's, it's super, you know, it's super simple, super easy. It's it's dope. It's, it's not hard to clean too. No, that, yeah. yeah, it's You can just drop that in a, in like a Ziploc bag yep, essentially exactly. with a little alcohol and yep. it just cleans it, yep. cleans it up. Then I'll just get out real clean. And you can, you can use it while it charges, which is like the best thing ever because all the other ones you have to like turn it off and let it sit for like 45 <laughs> minutes and then you can't dab for like an hour or so. It sucks, but these you can use all the time, and you don't have to get a new atomizer, so you can just buy it and then just use it and use it and use it, and it's. it's I mean, dope. they do have them if case you need it, but <laughs> he has globbed these things up and fucking <laughs> used them so many times that I can't yes. even believe these things haven't like went out. <laughs> like literally, you're getting the like tell people how much you glob in these motherfuckers. Oh yeah, like, realize, it's like, like grams a, worth. A certain like, amount, yeah, for sure. Like a gram, a gram dab is is nothing. Nothing in, in this thing. Nothing yeah, in this no. thing. You could milk up a fucking five grammer like it's nothing and puddles. fit in there. Yeah. Puddles, puddles and puddles, and then you can keep hitting it. That's the best part. You don't even technically have to clean it, and <laughs> you can hit it for like a fucking a while, right? <laughs> you usually yeah, and it do stays that. and it stays super smooth. Yeah, that's the best smooth. part. The only thing that I will say is like. They have the line, the max line for water. For sure, don't go above the max line because if you hit it, then it gets in the bucket and then it's the whole thing. Yeah, that, so, so that's oh, the only thing. Oh, wait, thing. so, like, I think this is important, actually, since Rick is here. Explain to him about that part because we did have one or two devices that got little rumbled, right, from that? Yeah, right well, yeah. it's just you just put in too much water and then it's, like, because the max line is, like, right up to the thing. So if you hit it, this is actually, like, a... A little tube it's like a hole and you hit it and it comes up and then it gets in your oil and then the water mixes with the hot oil and then it starts to spit and splash and then it's like a it's a it gets kind of problematic so 
that but, I mean you have a line, so people just need to like look at the line. But yeah, follow instructions, yeah, my stoners. For sure notice the line. <laughs> Definitely. You could rise it up a tiny bit. I think that would solve the problem then, right? If you actually like leveled the piece up a tiny more. If you had to give oh. a suggestion. I mean, like just just out of curiosity, because I think you'd right or no. Or have you thought about some of those things, or? Yeah, so we 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 are trying. We're working with uh, a new water chamber that's a little taller, so okay, that we sure. can get more water in there. And then nice. You can do. Then it will carbo carboxylate everything a little better than. Oh really. hell yeah! That's amazing. Now let me ask you something. Um, the way the technology is with the base, if you change the top unit, could someone technically just upgrade? Or have you thought of it being that easy, or is it going to be like whole new piece? What do you mean? Let's say you changed the bucket part and lifted it up higher, right? The actual piece itself, right? If I had this old one and then you made a new version, could it fit on an old version? It should. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like if you came up with a new way, people could have their iSpire base and like all of a sudden 2.0 came out and they could just add a new top because that's what's cool the way it's designed right it just yeah, like pops on yeah. which is really interesting For the way sure. it does that you know what I'm saying and then talk about just like other companies now you guys are making some fucking really custom dope pieces that pop on the top let's talk about that for a second so we are starting to do that. We actually, since you you, you mentioned Jerome Baker earlier, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we are uh, working on a couple pieces with him. Yeah, I know I previewed a couple to couple to you oh, earlier today. Oh my god! If people see this, they're gonna shit in their pants. Literally, it's so <laughs> fucking dope. So we're working with him on a couple. They're not going to be cheap. Everybody listening, though, they're not going to be cheap. <laughs> worth it, though, for well, sure. Yeah, but well worth fun. it. Well worth yeah. it for the super connoisseur. That thing's gonna sell in two seconds. Absolutely. There's yeah. only four. And then we're also working with different. We're 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 prototyping a bunch of different shapes on the glass chamber. So. Oh okay. You know. So oh. Really. You oh. Know, I mean. Nice. You know, give give consumers options. Like sure. let them let it, let them play with it. What let about them, color them light flashing changes? Instead, just instead of just red, maybe like you get a. Oh. Well, so we do we do we have a new we do have a new model. We have a new we have a new model that uh, that should be dropping. Hopefully in the next thirty days or so. Okay, okay. Wow. And that has uh, five colors in the Ooh, five okay, LEDs, okay. The, the five different colors in there, and there we go. Gives you a little bit of a light show. It's there cool. we go. It's pretty like dope. There we go. Like That's that. it. That's all it's needed. Yep. And on that happy note, Beast. Uh, any f uh, shout outs to friends or family, Rick, out there? Just shout out, shout out to the Icebar family. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure. Everybody listening, you can always check us out on HayesRadioNetwork.com for all your TV shows, information, and gateway to all of our archives. You can download the app on your phone and look forward to Hayes TV Network coming out and downloading it on Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire Stick. Check it out, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.